Hello everybody, welcome to the Charvak Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about UFC 265. And I didn't have time to change the thumbnail, so I didn't have to remove the photo of Amanda photo. Why didn't I remove it? It's my fault. So let's get started as always. I have Sham with me. So Sham, where do you want to start? Main card, early prelims, key prelims. Let's start with the main card. That's the big, okay. big draw, big fight. So, okay. So, main card. Let's start. <clears throat> Derek Lewis, Cyril Gan. Who do you have? Who's winning? <laughs> you know, it's... You know as well as I know, it's just silly to predict Derek Lewis fights. It's just a bad idea in general to be predicting Derek Lewis fights, how they will go. We all think we have an idea of how a Derek Lewis fight is going to go. But... 90%, 80% of the time, it goes slightly differently. You know, back, I remember, I was like, yeah, I think Volkov's just too technical for Derek Lewis. And for 99.999% of the fight, that prediction was 100% correct. Derek Lu- uh, Volkov was too technical for Derek Lewis. Mm. Uh, same thing I was thinking about the Curtis Blades fight as well. Yeah, Curtis mm-hmm. Blades wrestling is just too elite for Derek Lewis. If you can grab him, then he's and put him on the ground, then that's probably it. But then, yes, you know, he just telegraphed that takedown. Derek Lewis just, you know, murdered him basically. So it, it's, it's never a smart idea to predict a Derek Lewis fight. Having said that, I heard DC saying the other day that Cyril Ghan is the next evolution of what a heavyweight fighter. MMA fighter is going to look like. He is the next level. Of He's not, a, not lost a single bout either, I think. In, no, uh, he has not. He fully, completely undefeated in his entire or, or, career. I think he was a kickboxer. He so was a, yeah, he was a kickboxer. MMA. And then he had three professional MMA fights. And then after three professional MMA fights, he's in, um, he's in UFC. And I think five fights later or four fights later, he's fighting for the title. So, this is an undefeated fighter. But the thing about Cyril Ghan that's scary is that I don't think I've ever seen a guy who's six foot five, 200, whatever the fuck points, pounds he is, be so light on his feet. I've never seen a guy that large who is that light on his feet. Can you think of anyone in MMA? No. A heavyweight I fighter that's like that a lightweight. Light. He, he moves like a middleweight to a I have never feet. seen it. It's like a weird thing whenever I watch him fight. Why is this yeah. guy so light on his feet? And the way he throws kicks, the way he throws punches, it's so accurate. It's so fast. Heavyweights should not be allowed to throw kicks this fast. They shouldn't be able to throw punches this quickly. It's just not fair. You know, you're 250 pounds. You're not... You're not uh, you're, Physically, you're not, you shouldn't be able to throw kicks and punches that quickly. So he really is. We're watching the first of a generation of a new kind of heavyweight. Mm. So that's why he is a favorite going into the fight. But even he says, if you watch all the embedded videos, if you watch all of the videos that he has interviews that he has done, uh, he has also said that it doesn't matter how good I am. It doesn't matter how prepared I am. He's always got that right hand. If he touches me once, that can be, that's it. You know, so 
I have to always be careful of that. So even he knows, every single fan knows. The other thing is, it's in Houston. He's got the massive yeah. home advantage, Derek Lewis. Yes. People will be shouting his name. People will be booing everything that Cyril Ghan is doing. And is Ghan prepared for that kind of pressure? 90,000 people telling you to F off. Like, are you prepared for that kind of pressure? Well, that that's what we're going to see. Yeah, if you ask me, in my view, going into the fight, I think Cyril Gan uh, goes in, in my view, as a slight favorite over Derek Lewis. Obviously, oh, yeah. with Derek Lewis, in general, with heavyweights, there is always, you know, that one punch and that you you just, that's just the way heavyweight is, right? Um, and you get knocked out. So so that's always going to be there. So I'm not, not, not even going to go there. And with Derek Lewis, what I think is, why Derek Lewis has improved as a fighter is, there is Derek Lewis after the DC fight, and there is Derek Lewis before the DC fight. Like he had his back injury, he had that knee tear, and yeah. he's just a change fighter. I think he cut some weight also, he shed yeah. some pounds off, and he's just he's completely different now, Derek Lewis, as of now. So that that to me, this is see a lot of people. I just want to talk about the pay-per-view in general. They were like, oh, yaar, ye pay-per-view mein maza nahi hai. what Derek Lewis versus Cyril Gaan. What the hell is this? I mean, we also laughed at this whole, you know, interim title, yeah. whatever that shenanigan is. But the point is, but if we now look at the card, even with Amanda Nunes gone, yeah. this is a freaking good card. See, man. Uh, so I'm, I'm just going to qualify that statement a little bit as well. We were angry, you and I, as far as I can tell, we were angry... At the fact that, you know, it, it looks like Francis Ngannou got shafted. We were angry at the fact that this fight was over the interim belt. I was never angry about this fight. This is an amazing fight. I love the fight. The only point of contention was whether or not this should be for the interim belt. I'm a fan of the fight. Yeah. So, but to, to be very honest, the fight that I'm looking forward to, so I'm going to talk about the main card, obviously. I'm actually yeah. not... A, Huh, Derek Lewis, Cyril Gan, Lies, so I want to stick whatever. to Derek Lewis, Cyril Gan a little bit as well. Sure, it's because, sure, sure, sure. You know, people give, I think Derek Lewis, you know, gets a little bit uh, treated unfairly a little bit because of the kind of scary power that he has. Because I genuinely think that Derek Lewis, Lewis's striking, his boxing is very underrated. His punches mm. are a lot more accurate than people give him credit for because oh he when he punches people he takes their souls when he punches people he punches them into a different dimension all these things are true but at the mm -hmm. same time if you watch Derek Lewis especially since the even before but especially since the DC fight his boxing is a lot more accurate than people give it credit for and that's another thing that I think Cyril Gan knows his team knows this he knows this he talks about it and he says, mm. he said in one of the interview that Derek Lewis has very accurate hands. That's a very mm. underrated quality about Derek Lewis. He has that scary power. On top of that, he has very, he has fairly precise punching as well. So that's mm. another little advantage that Derek Lewis has. Not over Gan because I think Gan's punching is like much more accurate than Derek Lewis's. But he has that power advantage. And so he's that's another weapon that Derek Lewis has going into the fight. There was one thing that Dan Hardy said. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a very, very, very good point. I don't, I don't think I've heard anybody else talk about it. Mm -hmm. He said that Derek Lewis is surprisingly good against grapplers, which, you know, watching the DC fight, you'd think that's not true. 
But since the DC mm-hmm. fight, you said your you said it yourself, Kushal. He has improved a lot in his grappling, yeah. especially against wrestlers. He has. Both improved kiya. The the trick with Derek Lewis and the way people have been able to take Derek Lewis down is wh- where you have an advantage as a grappler against Derek Lewis is what Curtis Blades did and what he the mistake he made was twofold. One, he went directly for the legs. Number two, he completely choreographed that takedown. But if you go towards the legs of Derek Lewis, he he's actually very like if you take his leg, when if you grab one of his legs and he's on one leg standing on the ground, he's actually like a bloody ballerina. He's very good with his balance on one leg, and he's very good against the cage if you take his two legs. Where Derek Lewis gets taken down is if you do a clinch, and then you roll him in. You know, a clinch up mm-hmm. kia, then you throw him down to the ground. In that clinch, he gets unbalanced very easily. You've seen this multiple times. I've seen this. You clinch with him and then you throw him to the ground. Then you can get him down. But with the legs, he's a lot better. So that's, I think, if I am Cyril Gan and if I'm looking to get away from the punching, if I'm looking to take this guy to the ground, I do to him what Cyril Gan did in his first fight. I forgot who the fighter was. It was a Brazilian guy. But in his debut fight in the UFC, he did the same thing. He did a clinch. And then he just rolled, put the guy on the ground and submitted him. That's mm. something that we should be looking out from Cyril Gan towards Derek Lewis. Yeah, but uh, here's the thing. I think Derek Lewis will struggle on the ground, in my opinion. Uh, also, I think Cyril Gan will try to take him down because he's got submission wins already in the UFC. I think he got one through the leg lock. I think he got... Yeah, heel hook. He did uh, Cyril he- Gan, right? Yeah, yeah. So he- his debut already- was a submission win, which was a, like a choke. And the second yeah. one is also a submission win, which submission. was a So he has two submission wins already. And and people don't realize, I this is what I've observed. This guy has a sneaky good ground game too. Oh, yeah. Good gun. It's a sneaky good ground game. And Derek Lewis, whether we like it or not, is not comfortable when he's on the ground. Yeah, like his but have you noticed in the last couple of fights that Derek Lewis has fought, he got taken down, but he powered out. Twice in the last two or three fights, he got taken down yeah. and he powered out. And, and he fought he against has Curtis Blades. Sneaky ability so to power wrestler. out of takedowns, yeah. Yeah, and credit to Derek Lewis, he fought Curtis Blades, which yeah. is uh, uh, That's as an elite good as wrestler, a wrestler. Yeah. yeah, yeah, as good as a wrestler can get in the, you know, in the heavyweight division. So Curtis Blades, that 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 I agree, but I still feel the thing is Cyril Gan, the way he fights is he maintains his distance, right? He's not someone who's out there to knock you out. He's mm. gonna touch you. He's gonna touch you. He's gonna touch you. He's gonna irritate you. He's gonna keep his distance. Then he may. Uh, uh, you know, take you down. So he waits for fighters to get frustrated. Then that's when he hits really hard. Mm. Yeah, that's what so, he did so with Rosenstrike. Yeah, so that's the thing. So I, I, I think it's uh, the thing. But let's continue with the heavyweight division. So did you read Steve Miocic's question? He was like, "Why am I supposed to wait?" You know, DC yeah. got an immediate rematch. So let's talk about that a little bit. I, I honestly, I feel for Steve, man. I think he has a case <laughs> to make. I mean, what the hell? Uh, he yeah, should just so, go to Bellator. He'll get treated a lot better there. You know, he'll probably get decent money as well, you know, because it's a big star. He should just go to Bellator. That's what I think. Yeah, but UFC release kaan karti hai, yaar. Uh, aasan hai kya? UFC, uh, you have to get released by the Ultimate Fighting Championship, right? Yeah. Uh, these guys are contractually tied. And even after their last fight is done, they but have did, to... Do, the, the, they doesn't Stipe just have one more fight with the UFC? 
Isn't that I don't know case? what the position is. Like, mm. I, if I so, so now there are rumors of Stipe having agreed to fight John Jones or something. Oh, tasty, very so, tasty. So, so that that so so here's the thing. So now how do they go about this? So uh, the the winner of Lewis and Gan, that person fights uh, Inganu. Then that winner fights uh, the winner of Stipe and Jones. In your opinion. The winner of uh, the winner of um, the Nganu fight, right? Yeah. The winner of Nganu fights, yeah, should fight the winner of Stipe and Jones if that happens. Yes, I I think so. I think so. Unless the fight is the the Nganu fight goes in such a way that you can justify an immediate rematch. Because in, in certain cases, you can justify an immediate rematch. But if that's not the case, then yes, I think so. I don't know what's happening with Jones as well, though. Because Jones, yeah. why is Jones coming to the heavyweight division to fight a non-title fight? I don't understand. What's the point of that? Why would you even come to... You, I mean, maybe UFC is forcing him to come for a non-title fight, which then I understand. But... If you're John Jones, if you're the greatest, arguably the greatest fighter of all time, undoubtedly the greatest light heavyweight of all time, mm. why are you moving up a division in a non-title fight? Like you have, I, I would think John Jones holds all the cards, but UFC is UFC. It's like yeah, a quasi-monopoly. Jones, मुझे नहीं लगता Jones लड़ेगा स्टीपे से. तुझे लग रहा है वो लड़ेगा? वो बोलेगा मेरे को सिर्फ टाइटल फाइट चाहिए नहीं तो मैं तो. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I was thinking. I think Stipe. Would probably take that fight. I think that's a little insulting for Stipe that he's not fighting for the title. I get it, but yeah, if you fight again, if you get a chance against John Jones, you take that chance because you're going to make a lot of money. Yeah, I agree with you. I I I also agree with you. But Matheko, such Bolu, the fight that I'm really, really, really looking forward to hmm. is the co-main event now, which has become the co-main event. I'll now. tell you which one I'm looking forward to. After you go ahead. So I'm looking forward to. Jose Aldo, with Jose Aldo versus Pedro yeah. Munoz. Man, this oh, oh yeah, fight. fight Great yeah. fight. Yeah. Oh man, Pedro Munoz is a killer. They're both savages. There's just oh, two man. savages in the cage together, essentially. Oh yeah. And just think about it, yeah. 135 pounds, 145, and 155. These three divisions. Stacked. They have from number one Stacked. to number 15. Yeah. Yeah. Killer after killer after killer after killer. What the hell, man? Yeah, they're just a stack division. The, the, the they're never gonna have a problem in these three divisions. UFC heavyweight's always gonna be a problem for the UFC, but these three divisions are just always going to be stacked. I feel like because that's where the most elite talent comes out of always. But speaking of this fight, I think it's a very interesting fight because I think. Going, if I'm not wrong, Pedro Munoz is probably a slight betting favorite, right? Hmm. Hena. So, yeah. and I, and I, I agree with that as well. I, I see Pedro Munoz as a slight betting favorite myself as well. The, the trick with Aldo is that he doesn't have that quick twitch explosiveness that he used to have for those ten years when he was untouchable. You noted that Aldo doesn't use his kicks anymore. Usko kya kutte ne kaat liye? I have no idea. You, you, do you remember? Have you seen Aldo's fights from the WEC days? Yeah, yeah. He was a kicker. Yeah. He's as if ni na man ni la tumar ni lata ni. Maybe he's had some injuries. You know, maybe he's had know, some he injuries. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. 
maybe he's had some injuries but aldo ke sath kya hai ki he does he doesn't have that kind of fast twitch explosiveness that he used to have which was really badly exposed in that petter yan fight that yan fight you could really tell yeah there's like a there's a level that is clearly above aldo which is where petter yan is and aldo is just not going to be at that level having said that they always say the last thing to leave a fighter is the power and aldo's always been a very very powerful guy for his division when he hits you you feel it and that's what happened with the jeremy stevens fight everybody said jeremy stevens is going to come and steamroll jose aldo jose aldo put him down with that body shot so yeah you know th- th- that's the thing in this match as well everybody thinks that pedro munoz is going to come he's going to be technical he's going to take care of business but jose aldo's got insane power for that division so if he catches you man if he catches you clean with a shot that's it so he's always it's it's like that gan versus derek lewis kind of equation again you have a slower fighter but a very powerful fighter and have you noticed jose aldo used to struggle to cut weight in 145 yeah he's not struggling in 135 what the hell has he done <laughs> it's so weird yeah he's become better in weight cutting a he's older now so you know as the older you get the harder the weight cuts become yeah. but he's gone down a weight class he's and he's feeling better, better. <laughs> yeah, i don't no get idea. it i i so should this show I have no sharp, idea. Yeah. It should you take it from our you know the discussion we were having and you made a passing reference to nutrition in sport this is what nutrition yeah. does that if you have good nutrition you can actually change this thing yeah nutrition is the next edge you know log kehte the pehle hamari ko training ki edge hai we go to this school and we get we go to this academy we get this kind of training edge now more or less there are enough elite coaches enough elite schools in mma that you can get a similar level of coaching i mean yeah if you want to be the absolute most elite wrestler in the world you go to dagestan and you learn from those bloody dagestanis because they have evolved a style that is untouchable in mma right now but much even better than the american top team style you know because did you ever watch that interview that uh, khabib did where he said this is the difference between dagestani wrestling and mma and american wrestling american wrestling you take someone down and if they get up you go back to f- stand up and you box for a little bit in dagestani wrestling you grab them if they get up you grab them again and you keep drowning them your job is to drown them for 25 minutes that's what he said tune wo unka wo jo promo dekha tha kya poster ye khabib ne jo dala basically to promote his his new school that ruk ja mere ko dhoondne de i just got reminded of it it was so hilarious and so khabib and that is so you know spot on for the american market Yeah. Uh, wait 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 i just let me find it i was cracking up when i saw that usse basically kaha gaya yaar shit was that the line was... that i like to take people into the deepest ocean and drown them no 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 oh, no no okay. it was smash smash i'm here to smash you <laughs> i'm here to smash yaar kidhar gaya oh yes got it got it sham ye dekh i'll show it to you this was so on point this was so on point sambo ki classes hain so i just told this i started cracking up look thomas ye dekh sambo the top game a blueprint for smashing <laughs> <laughs> i want to smash i love kavi <laughs> 
How to imagine a better way to title this to get me to purchase it? That's amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> a blueprint this for Smish. Such an amazing thing. It was brilliant. Yeah. That's I amazing. Smish you. I smish. But so what I was saying that you know apart from maybe that dagestani style more or less you you can get a certain level of coaching to be elite in mma mm. it's the diet it's how you are dieting what you're eating what you're putting in your body all the athletes are talking about it now that's where you're getting that edge and it looks like mm-hmm. with aldo that that's where he's getting his edge now he's getting his edge in nutrition that that i think i i agree with you okay now let's go to another yebr so this is so let me let me talk about this because this is my favorite my most anticipated fight i know the, i know i knew this was going to be your favorite fight i knew it because this we spoke is about it in the last podcast michael kiesa vincent vicente oh, luque yes. because vicente luque is low key one of my favorite fighters in the ufc because that guy is just he only cares about violence he doesn't care about anything else vicente luque is they call him silent assassin but they should call they should have called him like doctor violence or something like that because that's all he wants he just wants yeah. to scrap he yeah. just wants to punch your face off like he's very justin gaethje like except with slightly less brain damage so mm-hmm. that's the fight i'm looking forward to because i know what vicente luque's style is vicente luque's style is he's going to get into that you know a lot of fighters this like like a john jones and that's why he's probably the most elite fighter in the world John Jones will not get into the pocket with you to scrap. John Jones will stay outside of the pocket, he'll smack you around, he'll kick the shit out of your leg and once you get weak that's when John Jones drowns you. But somebody like a Vicente Luque, he has a completely different style. He wants to live in he lives in that pocket. He wants to exist in the pocket for the entire fight and just throw hands. The whole time Vicente Luque wants to throw hands. every single fight you look at look at his last 10 fights all of those mm-hmm. fights in the pocket throwing hands in the pocket just kill or get killed that's the only thing that vicente luque yeah. does so he lost to uh, luque lost to wonderboy and yes who, did he though he lost to yeah no no hara wonderboy oh yeah he did lose to wonderboy that was his he last loss though right that was his yeah, last loss yeah he beat yeah. so he beat tyron woodley what a fight that was until it lasted <laughs> yeah What a fight, dude! Like, oh, no, have oh, you you watched? Woodley fight was amazing, but you watched the last six fights of Vicente Luque. Yeah, man. every single one of those fights, I think, has received a fight of the night bonus. Every single yeah. one. Yeah, Barbarino Vicente ke khilaf. Uh, who yeah. was the other? All all of them. I can't remember all the names. All of them are fight of the nights. So so, अच्छा मेरे को एक बात बता. I think Kiesa uh, is the slight favorite in my opinion, but yeah. so if Kiesa wins. who's next for him because there's barely anyone left in that weight class then for him uh, he has top 10 uh, of that division i don't know what that top now, 10 yeah let's pull it up let's pull it up yeah nikalo zara yaar welterweight pull it up jamie uh, yeah yeah we don't have jamie <laughs> pull that up jamie <laughs> we have a, we have an abhijit pull that up abhijit <laughs> टाइटल शॉट बिकॉज यू डोट 
I think Edward should not take any other fights till he gets a title shot. He should just be like, "Mere ko title shot do hum. I just want a title shot. I beat everyone you put in front of me, and Kamaru Usman and Colby are gonna fight. Give me a title shot. And if not a title shot, at the very least, he should be fighting Gilbert Burns. That's those are the only two fights that Leon Edwards should take. Leon Edwards, if he gets offered Kiesa, he should say, "No, thank you. No, thank you. I want a title fight. That's it." And so he does he fight does he fight Stephen Thompson then because he's number four and uh, he's also lost. No. Thompson's number or seven. Jorge? He should ask for. No, I'm looking at the UFC rankings on the UFC page right now. Oh, acha, acha. They've not changed the rankings, so it's very weird. Acha, that's strange. But... I know Leon is four, the Jorge is five, Kiesa is six, Thompson yes. is seven in yes. the ranking MMA.com. Yeah, but. Lo and behold, UFC has not changed its own ranking. <laughs> uh, achha, to, to in that case, yeah, Kiesa should be calling out Masvidal. Or Kiesa should be mm. calling out... If I'm Kiesa, I'm calling out Leon Edwards. I don't think I'll get the Leon Edwards fight. But that's mm. who I'm calling out. I'll be like, give I me th- Leon Edwards and then give me the title. Bro, I think it's Burns versus Edwards and the winner of yes. that fights the winner of Komaru and Kobe. I don't think so. Kiesa is getting that. I think Kiesa gets either Jorge or... Do you uh, think Steve that Thompson. if Kamaru beats Colby, that Kamaru should fight Leon Edwards? Right? That should be the fight. That should be... What what Leon Edwards should demand is that let the Kamaru uh, Covington fight happen. I face the winner. That's what I'm going to take. I have deserved this and I want this. I agree. I agree. Matlab, Leon Edwards ka to aisa hai na ki wo Rajesh Khanna ka gana ga raha hai. Humse ka bhool hui jo ye saja humka mili. Sabko hara diya. Ab to mere ko de do mera title. Kya chahiye? Unfortunately, yeah. that one punch against Nate Diaz just completely ruined his momentum a little bit, I feel. But still, he still won the fight. Technically, that's what matters. You won the, you won the fight. Doesn't matter if you mm-hmm. got rocked. And he could have gotten finished in that fight. I just don't think that Nate Diaz wanted to finish that fight. He just wanted to enjoy yeah. himself. I don't think Nate Diaz wants to fight for the title. I think he wants to fight every now and then, make a boatload of money and go home. That's yeah, what Nate he wants Diaz to do. Style, Are, yeah. Nick Diaz is back, my friend. Batao. Nick Diaz versus Nick Robbie Lawler. Salah, what a fight. Oh, what a fight. My oh, God, fight two legends. First fight, Yeah, what a fight. Oh, so yeah, oh, if, if, if Kiesa wins... Ask for Edwards, settle for Masvidal. Yeah. Same thing for Vicente Luque. Ask for Edwards, settle for Masvidal. Or if you're lucky and if if things go as planned, if things go as Leon Edwards wants. So Leon, Ed- then after the Usman Covington fight, Leon Edwards fights for the title. And Kiesa and Luque fight Gilbert Burns. That would be best case scenario for everybody. Yeah. Except for Gilbert Burns. <laughs> So, so the next fight, by the way, in Dona Givishma, there's some beef, huh? Tisha Torres and Angela Hill. Uh, yeah, yeah. They've been, they've been having some aji-baji on social media. They've been going <laughs> back and forth. Like, Angela Hill is going after her. So like, chal bhaagi dar se kind of a yeah. thing. Uh, but that's going to be an interesting fight. By the way, this could be a sneaky good fight too. Song Yadong versus Casey Kenny. Oh, yeah. It's a good fight. It's a very good fight. Casey Kenny was, looked really good against uh, Dominic Cruz. And that's the first mm-hmm. time I'd ever watched him, but he looked really good. Good chin, took a lot of punches. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got good stand-up game. Wrestling, I don't know how good it is, but yeah, I think that could be a really fun fight. 
yeah so okay in the prelims in any particular fight uh, you're looking forward to i'll be i'll be honest i i only i'm looking forward to the main event in the prelims like mm. uh, the main main prelim which is bobby green versus hafael fiziev fiziev yeah. whatever his name is other than that i think there are some decent like uh, carolina kovalkevich versus jessica penne is also an interesting fight in that division yeah um baki is a mere ko to fight yeah uh, so, wait Baki. is this this is on uh, 265 right yeah yeah oh yeah kovalkevich versus penne yeah that's a great fight yeah. that's, that's a, great a good fight, fight. Yeah. yeah so that's going to be a good fight and in the early prelims i think is theek hai vince morales um, draco rodriguez is a good fight that's yeah, a scrap yeah it is that's a good that's fight a that's yeah. a good fight that's a good scrap that's a good scrap yeah so other than that i think but but sham we have yeah. to talk about the recently tune bellator dekha recently concluded mckay versus i saw uh, pitbull lost yeah man pitbull got knocked out dude if you can <laughs> मैंने देखा है ईच एंड एवरी फाइट इन दैट मेन इवेंट ऑल द फाइव फाइट बाई द वे आर वर्थ वॉचिंग मैंने कैसे कैसे जतन करके वो ढूंढ ढूंढ के रास्ते देखा क्योंकि मालूम है ना यू के नॉट परचेज शो टाइम सिटिंग इन इंडिया सो आई एक्चुअली वेंट ऑन द शो टाइम वेबसाइट आई वॉज लाइक ओके मैं देता हूँ ग्यारह डॉलर मैं खरीदता हूँ शो टाइम बोलता तू इंडिया में है तुझे नहीं अलाउड है If there's such a huge market, if somebody wants to watch it, let them bloody watch it. Magar it's not like it's being telecast nikala. anywhere else. मैंने रास्ता निकाला और मैंने देख लिया and शाम those fights were amazing. Yeah. I, I I don't I, I'll be very honest. I don't watch every Bellator event. Mm. I'm not going to sit here and say that. But the last Bellator pay per view, the that was I think Bellator 263. Hmm. each and every fight it had that kabib's cousin uh, usman nurmagomedov yeah usne ek knee mari aur usne wo fight khatam ki just just go. look uh, uh, wink wink nudge nudge you can watch those fights tarika dhoond lo just go yeah, and you know watch them it it every time i see these these these, these dagestani wrestlers and how you know think about it 2010 mein Did you know even a single Dagestani fighter? I'm I'm happy to admit I did not know about even no. a single Dagestani fighter in 2010. Mm-hmm. In a period of bloody seven to eight years, Dagestan mm-hmm. has taken over MMA. Taken over mm-hmm. MMA. Dagestan is credited with developing the most brutal and the most effective wrestling style ever developed in MMA. Nobody mm-hmm. has a better wrestling style for MMA. than the dagestanis nobody not even the americans yeah so whenever i have you watched noticed that, how many dagestanis huh. bellator has signed up recently yeah a lot of them wahan se to phat phat ke nikal rahe hain yaar phat phat ke nikal rahe hain 7 yeah so i watched that and i watched the explosion of dagestani talent and all of them are like you know elite or near elite levels mm-hmm and it just makes me a little bit sad i can't help but feel extremely jealous because i look at the wrestlers that india produces and yeah. i'm telling you if you have watched wrestling in india with any kind of consistency even on and off i watch on and off mai koi regularly wrestling nahi dekhta india mein but even on and off you watch the wrestlers in india and they are of a very high caliber 
very high caliber again we talked about this in the previous podcast in spite of institutional support but they are of a very high caliber this mm-hmm. guy ravi singh uh, dahia dahia is a very high caliber wrestler this guy is a near this guy is a touching elite wrestler this is that that's his level and i look at these people एंड ये लोग अपना जितना भी इनका छोटा करियर होता है रेसलिंग का वो करते हैं उसके बाद रेलवेज में जाके जॉब करते हैं या पुलिस में इनको एक ऑनररी जॉब मिल जाती है करते रहते हैं वहां पे जिंदगी भर दीज गाइज शुड बी गेटिंग इन टू दीज स्पोर्ट्स जहां पर पैसा है फेम है यू बिकम अ सुपर स्टार यू बिकम यू मेक मिलियंस एंड मिलियंस ऑफ डॉलर एंड यू बिकम अ रोल मॉडल फॉर मिलियंस ऑफ किड्स इन हरियाणा millions of kids in punjab millions of hmm. aspiring boxers in the northeast ke yaar is bande ne kar diya this is our life we can put india on the map number 1 we can make an amazing living for ourselves become multi millionaires pure gaon ka dhyan rakh sakte hain hum log if we yeah, choose but, this career yaar magar dekh ye bhi reality hai mm ki mma ki tune ye dekha tha ye wala it was so 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 heartbreaking actually this one was my win and show so that 20,000 was just gone so and i was okay with it i was okay if i wanted that check was gone cuz i made the i made the move out here and i knew that this fight was just going to be for the move but it was the best decision me and my husband made for our careers and just to get that bonus i've been so broke my whole life cuz of this sport but it's so worth it to me cuz i love this sport but to get a $50,000 paycheck you know my husband's going to tell me to put it away i'm definitely going to want to buy some nice stuff but uh, you know i i like i like to buy a little bit of things for the house and for my animals i really like to spoil my family but you know this week i'm definitely going to my team go get a nice dinner so um it's going to it it's life changing for sure but i just you know got to put the money away and just go out there and fight again this is yeah. this is crazy mma junkie ne ye video dala tha so yeah. you know i just wanted to take their name this is the source of the video it was from the press conference after the last fight night and yeah. this was heartbreaking it's like what these fighters go through and there you go she was paid 10 and 10 10 for the attend fight and 10 yeah. for the win that's that's all she was going to get paid yeah and this is where the crux of the issue is that come on fighters need to be paid more man they're punching each other out <laughs> they're yeah. literally punching each other out yeah yeah i and think i think by that's the way true. this is better than boxing these people i think that's true and secondly boxing. also you know yes they they, they 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 do need to be paid more they do need to be paid better the, the one positive that has happened from the explosion of mma is that you know different countries have a lot of promotions now which are paying moderately well like cyril gan was talking about the promotion that he came up in in france when he was talking about he was getting paid moderately well but he still wanted to challenge himself at the highest level so he came to the ufc and all that russia has developed a number of promotions 
which again, they pay moderately well. They're not paying UFC levels. Nobody is. But they're paying moderately well. Brazil has promotions that pay moderately well. So countries, UK, UK promotions are famous for playing paying well as well. So there are promotions developing because of the explosion of MMA that are starting to pay well. And, you know, with a, for a lot of fighters, you can see a pathway. You can see a pathway that you can take. If you're a, if you're a wrestler in India that is only competing for the Olympics, there isn't much of a pathway for you beyond the Olympics. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Asian Games, we don't have We don't have a clear pathway for, the, for our athletes. But if you're a wrestler coming up in India, young 17, 18-year-old wrestler, you are looking at MMA and you're thinking, if there's an MMA star that comes out from India, does, does very well. Every single young wrestler, boxer can see that this is my path. This is where I should go. Okay, Olympics, we will do our own career. But this is our path. We are coming out of the history, we are coming out of the history, we are coming out of the history. And in India, just like in Dagestan, in India as well, there is a little bit of, bit of a brotherhood of wrestlers. Wrestlers mm-hmm. support train They bring other you know promising wrestlers up from the villages, connection wrestlers just like Dagestan. So I think if it gets a little bit of support, is is wrestling ecosystem ko ya northeast ki boxing ecosystem ko, thoda sa inko agar support milna lagta hai na, there, it's just sitting there. It's just sitting there to explode. And I think people don't give India enough credit, which is a shame. But I think India has some elite wrestling and boxing talent. I am not willing to hear no, I otherwise. I think the wrestling community, like you see, uh, I don't know if you follow Flow Wrestling of Ben Askren. I think uh, mm-hmm. that. So like if you listen to Ben on his podcast or DC... They know India has top class wrestlers. They'll always yep. talk about, you know, Punias and, and all the names. They keep talking about it. In fact, Elite, I think right. it was, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, he had even gone to that thing, uh, event in New York, uh, which Ben had organized. Right, uh, right, right. right. I remember Punia had gone, right? Punia gaya yeah, Punia had ah. gone. Punia had gone. So these are good wrestlers. We have good wrestlers. And I think a lot depends on Ritu's success. I really sincerely hope Ritu succeeds. Yaar, uski success to a lot of people will. Do. And you know, we're just waiting to explore. We have a great martial tradition spark. in India. Yeah. Yeah, all we need is just one good person to go out there. And look, Indians like fighting. <laughs> In general, <laughs> for a society that talks about non-violence, we like fighting a lot. Yeah. So, so, so that, that's and kushti is it, it's seen as an art form in India. You know, it's a genuine art yeah, form. Yeah. Kushti is a genuine art form, yeah, and the yeah, fact yeah. that we are not dominating the planet in this sport, that is a sort that should be a source of great shame for the country. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and uh, the the only thing is we will have to change because the the, the wrestling we do is not the one that is uh, the ideal transition to MMA. We need to change. I to say, Bejo, Dagestan, Bejo, inko thoda training winning lenge. Hanuman ji ka naam leke, sab thik ho jayega. Do three coaches bolalo Dagestan. Aisa to nahi hai ki Dagestan saale paiso mein tayar rahe. Call a couple of coaches ki idhar aake hamlo ko training de do. It doesn't take a lot. That's the thing. It won't take a lot. It'll just take a little bit of initiative. Yeah, so so I, I'll tell you another contra- another thing that really pissed me off from the news was Conor McGregor. I mean, what the 
to be an asshole. Connor was not yeah. being an asshole just to be an asshole. Connor was being an asshole to get into people's heads. Now he's being an asshole just to be an asshole. That's Yeah, and it I don't know man, I'm just I I'm losing respect for the man. I don't I just don't get it. Do you okay, yeah. I have a theory. Maybe this is this is a stupid theory because it's not really backed by any evidence. But I do th- feel like do you feel like this there's a there's some element of CTE the way he was he shouting he and screaming much, in the yeah. cage in the cage after he broke his leg after the poria fight yeah what it was he felt saying felt a little I'll, bit I'll like ct i'll murder i'll do this i'll kill your whole family i'll murder this i'll murder that your wife is a whore she's in my dms just shouting like a crazy man yeah, it felt like it. it felt a little cte ish i don't know i think he just doesn't want to lose his stake and he doesn't want to lose his uh clout and yeah. somebody needs to tell connor look you still have that clout man listen uh, out of top 10 pay-per-views 70 to 80% involve connor mcgregor so why what is he worried about yeah. he's still the biggest cash cow of first double champ in ufc arts. history that's never going to go yeah. away yeah so i i don't know i mean uh, just it, it just disappointed me another yeah. news well ufc uh, just released flyweight ex champion nico <laughs> montanio <laughs> live chat mein log regret talk about wwe it's all a doom maro wwe talk about wwe She I don't yeah I think it was a good fight I saw UFC the UFC did her dirty a little bit fight. I think Paige Van Zandt got did dirty a little bit by the UFC they pushed her too early way too early they made her a yeah. superstar before she was even ready to be a star essentially mm-hmm. same thing they did with uh, that other guy Sage Northcut they yeah. they got pushed too early they should have give, been given a chance ke aap you fight at your level you fight for 2 or 3 years you show to us that you belong at this level then you come and get the rose nama yunus fight you're not going to get rose nama yunus after your second fight no absolutely yeah absolutely. they pushed her way absolutely. you throw somebody in who is like two three fights into the ufc career you throw them to rose nama yunus are you crazy are you mad hmm. rose nama yunus is a murderer man she's going to kill you you don't throw page van zant with rose nama yunus that's insanity Absolutely, absolutely. Now, now there are a few other fights that we'll talk about. 
सो जस्ट नाउ इट हैज बीन फाइनलाइज शाम हमने लास्ट टाइम बात की थी माका चैप वर्सेस डोस एंजेल्स इज ऑन एंड इट इज ऑन आई थिंक यूएफसी 267 सो दैट इज ऑन सो दैट इज देयर देन दे आल्सो अनाउंस्ड द यूएफसी इवेंट ऑन इन आई थिंक ऑन डिसेंबर 11th हैज काइकार ऑफ फ्रांस वर्सेस कोबी गार्डब्रेंड व्हाट व्हाट्स 268 व्हिच वन व्हिच वन्स 268 268 वाज अ बिग वन टू राइट या 268 पे तो ये है ना तेरी और मेरी बात हुई थी ना उसमें गेची वर्सेस चैंडलर बराबर और मेन मेन इवेंट उसमें क्या है गेची वर्सेस चैंडलर तो को मेन है मेन तो शायद ये है ना कुमारू वर्सेस कोलबी कोबी या वो है व्हाट अ कार्ड दैट इज मैन या गेची चैंडलर माय गॉड Another fight, fight that they announced was Paulo Costa versus Marvin Vettori. That's going to be was on it? the October twenty third. No, that's a fight. Night. That's not on two sixty eight, right? That's no, no, a fight that, night. no, no. That's not on two sixty eight. That's a fight night. Good fight. Uh, that was yeah. Uh, and I think Dustin Costa Poirier, wins that one. Yeah, yeah. I think Costa I think wins so. that one. And Dustin yeah. Poirier made a very interesting statement. He's like, if I beat uh, Oliveira, I might retire from the sport. What did you think about that? Yeah, I think it makes sense. He's been talking about it for a very long time. He's been talking about it since the um since the Gaethje fight. He's been talking about it. He's been saying, mm. "Yeah, I don't like this. I don't like coming into a cage with people watching me and fighting. I just don't like I think he said he doesn't like the media bit. Stuff. He the, No, he no, said I, I don't he... like all of it. I don't like cutting weight. I don't like I just he said I just like fighting. when i'm one yeah. on one in a cage with somebody i like that i love fighting i don't like it when i'm walking up to the cage and there's a crowd and they're screaming shit at me they're saying stuff about my family i don't like that i don't like it when they're booing me i don't like the whole preparation and the weight cutting and the diet and all stuff i love fighting so i don't know how much longer i want to do it and i think he is waiting to become champion i think when he becomes champion he'll be like peace out okay uh I know Bellator actually for a change took all the headlines over UFC the the last weekend but yeah Stone Strickland really did a number on Uriah Hall I was not expecting that were yeah. you expecting that I was expecting Strickland to win Hall. but I was not expecting Strickland to dominate he dominated oh I was God. not expecting he him to dominate him. yeah and there was there was because strickland's boxing is very much much better than uriah hall's boxing what i was expecting in that fight kushal is uriah hall everybody knows for a long time now that uriah, mm-hmm. uriah hall is an elite kicker how yeah. many kicks did he throw in that whole fight Nothing. maybe like i think total. only in the second round or the fourth round i don't remember which one it was he maybe total he threw like 10 kicks in that fight which yeah. is I don't believe it. I cannot bring my head around it. I can only think that he's still thinking, feeling the ghost of Chris Weidman. That's why he's just refuses to throw kicks anymore. But the fact that a fighter like Uriah Hall, whose biggest weapon is his kicks, is not throwing any kicks, how are you going to win the fight? How are you going to win the fight against a boxer that is, you know, much better than you in boxing? The, the big strategy against a boxer like Strickland is maintain your distance and take his legs out but he didn't do that at all. Yeah. 
So, but that card has some sneaky good fights, huh? Yeah, all the fights were good. Good fights. All the fights were good. Yeah, that was yeah, a very good card. Uh, yep. Yeah. So before we start taking, you know, the super chats, and like I don't know why people want us to talk about it, but we will. Woodley versus, Bo Laluram, Jake Paul. क्या है तेरी feeling उसके बारे में? Oh my God. I don't know how I feel about that. You know, Woodley's going to get a good payday. He's going to make a lot of money. He's not with the UFC anymore. So I can see why he wants to take that fight. I also think that he genuinely dislikes Jake Paul. So he wants to get a chance <laughs> to actually be able to punch him. So I get that. I respect yeah. that. I just don't know, man. Why do you want to go fight with that guy? And if Dude. because if you it's a lose lose for Tyron Woodley. Yeah. Other than the money, it's a lose lose. If you beat him, who gives a shit? You beat a YouTuber. If you lose to him, your entire bloody reputation goes down the drain. You lost to a YouTuber. It's a lose lose. Mm. And something DC said that made a lot of sense to me. He said, "These assholes are challenging UFC fighters, saying, 'Come and fight me. Come and fight me.' Well." If you are want to challenge a UFC fighter, fight MMA. Why do you want a UFC fighter to fight boxing? If you mm-hmm. want me, Daniel Cormier, two-time two-division champion, one of the greatest heavyweights, light heavyweights in the world, mm. why why should I fight boxing? I'm an MMA artist. Come fight me here. If you Jake Paul, if you have balls of steel, step into the MMA cage with me. Let's fight MMA and see yeah, honestly, but- Marda. Magar point here, na Jake Paul has the real trump card. That is money, 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 money. I know, but that's says, what I'm saying. You like, get money when you fight. We'll do money, but Jake, if Jake Paul wants to fight DC, if Jake Paul wants to fight Taron Woodley, do an MMA fight. Otherwise, go fight Vladimir Klitschko. You want to fight a boxer? Go fight a boxer. If you want to fight an MMA guy, fight MMA. That's what they should say. Okay, I'll fight you. Mm. I'll fight you, Mr. YouTuber guy. Fight MMA. Ajo, step into the cage with me. Look, the, here's the thing. If Jake Paul beats Tyrone Woodley, his stock is going to go up so much. But then it's going to make me very sad. <laughs> but he's then then what next is there for Jake Paul? He has to go everything on. because see, there are only few fighters that he can pick to fight selectively. Because then what? He goes with Jorge Masvidal. He's yeah. going to piece him up. Jorge yeah. will piece him up. Jorge. See, he's he's smart. Jake Paul, at least he's smart. I have to give him that because he's always picking fighters that are retired. Speaking fighters that are you know on a decline, big decline. You know, uh, Tyron Woodley is on a physical decline. He is retired. He hasn't fought f- for many many months now. So he's like, okay, that's a good fighter to call because I could possibly beat him. Uh, ben Askren was completely retired. वो तो कुछ भी नहीं कर रहा था. He was barely even wrestling. Calls out Ben Askren. He's like, ठीक है आजा तू मेरे से लड़. Ben Askren, everybody knows, is not a boxer. तो He's picking his fight very, very smartly, and when he beats them, he still gets the sheen of having beaten a MMA guy. That's why I'm saying the next guy he calls out should be like, "TK, I'll fight you, Jake Paul, but fight me MMA." Hmm. I think we have covered all the major events. Now let's start taking the questions. What the SSA? What the dil tohne wale? What the first two super chats? I'm going to ignore them because they're useless. 
ओके मगर इसके बारे में बात करते हैं चल बिकॉज सी आई हैड क्लैरिफाइड दिस ऑल दो दीज पॉडकास्ट आर यू एफ सी बेस्ड बट इट्स ओके यू कैन आस्क क्वेश्चन अबाउट स्पोर्ट इन इंडिया इन जनरल एंड वी विल आंसर दैम वी डोंट माइंड दैट सो सो तनमयरियस नोट इज इंडिया इन हॉकी अ लॉस फॉर द हॉकी फेडरेशन है क्यों Why is it a loss for the hockey federation? Hockey federation is going to take all the credit. Yeah, they're going to milk it. S S L is going to milk it. And then if the girls win yesterday, yesterday girls also won. So it will be double milking. So I don't know how is it a loss for the hockey federation? Hockey federation is going to hog all of the credit, boy. Yeah. वही मतलब मेरे को तो समझ में ही नहीं आया देन अगेन तनवे सेस व्हाई इज व्हाट इफ क्राफ मगा वाज यूज्ड इन ए बाबा क्राफ मगा को यूएफसी में कैसे यूज करोगे उसमें सब अलग-अलग वेपन्स इन्वॉल्वड हैं या एंड क्राफ मगा इज 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 बिल्ट टू लाइक किल क्राफ मगा इज डिजाइन टू किल लाइक क्राफ मगा हैज थ्रोट स्ट्राइक्स वेयर यू आर यू आर टॉट टू स्पेसिफिकली एम टू क्रश द विंड पाइप आपको यूएफसी में कैसे डालोगे इट इज ऑल इनली क्रश समबडीज विंड पाइप Yeah, it is all illegal. It yeah, is all, all illegal. it's all illegal stuff, Krav Maga. Most of it, yeah. Yeah, मतलब मतलब ये मतलब तन ऐसे लगता है तन में हमारे यहाँ आके मतलब उंगली करने के लिए ऐसे कुछ तन में बॉलीवुड देख के उसमें UFC के साथ बॉलीवुड फाइटिंग महीने में एक बार कुशल भाई UFC की पॉडकास्ट करते हैं मैं आके कुशल भाई के साथ उंगली करता ओके चेतन कुमार मोदी जी बिफोर ही वाज पीएम हैड सेड चाइना इज एन ओलंपिक सक्सेस बिकॉज़ एवरी डे फ्रॉम 4 टू 6 पीएम ऑल कार्टून चैनल्स आर शट डाउन बाय द गवर्नमेंट सो किड्स गो आउट एंड प्ले बट इफ आई बट ट्राई इन इंडिया यू लव फाइनलिस्ट आउटिंग ऑन टीवी ए बाबा कुछ बंद करने की जरूरत नहीं है अमेरिका में भी है इज दिस ट्रू दैट्स नॉट ट्रू कि कार्टून के वजह से खेल नहीं पा रहे बच्चे व्हाट काइंड ऑफ अ थर्ड क्लास आईडिया इज दिस लोगों का टीवी बंद करो अमेरिका नहीं है क्या ए भगवान अमेरिका हैज मोर कार्टून्स देन एनीवन एल्स लाइमलाइट and eviscerating his opponents and getting into the heads of his opponents nobody does that better than conor mcgregor nobody hmm. so yeah it's just, it's 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 a bit maybe him and him and chael sonnen like those are the top two if there was a mount rushmore those guys would be the top two on that mount rushmore of like shit talking and getting into people's heads and putting themselves in fight where they have no right to be um You can't. You can't expect every fighter to be like that. You know, Leon Edwards is an elite fighter, but you can't expect him to be a Conor McGregor as well. So it, it is. It is what it is. What I would, you know, what one thing. Speaking of WWE, one thing mm-hmm. that I think that MMA fighters should do is they should start. This is an idea that I had. Maybe it's a dumb idea, but they should hire like a Paul Heyman type guy. You know, like a manager that like. speaks for them in interviews like if it's a dominant champion like brock lesnar what he should have done is brought paul heyman with him to the ufc and mm. sits in the corner beats the shit out of people and then goes to the 
press conferences and it's Paul Heyman that's doing the talking for him. That's a good way to like get yourself over with the audience and, you know, create hype around you. If you're not a good talker, get a manager and make him talk for you. You should do that. Like just an idea or hire like a, hire like a PR company to help you with your social media game. That's another thing maybe you could do. Yeah. So somebody <laughs> communist with dharmic characteristics can now uh, doesn't Khabib get a lot of hate from Russians. I don't know. Does he? I think he does a little bit because because of his uh, the Chechnya yeah, thing. Yeah, because of the Chechnya yeah, Chechnya thing a little bit, plus he's Muslim and uh, Russians have a obviously uneasy relationship with Islam, as does the rest of the planet. But I think because of that, and, and Khabib is like very, 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 very devout, like as devout as you can possibly get. So that's the little unease that they have, but I don't think it's like anything crazy. It's just an uncomfortable relationship. All I know is that Ramzam Kadyrov thing is very interesting. So they have a love and hate relationship. It is very weird from what I've understood. Even that other guy. Kadyrov and Khabib or Kadyrov and Russia? No, no, Kadyrov and Khabib also. And even the, the fighters have a very weird relationship with him. It is like... Uh, that kind of a situation. Dagestani fighters or other fighters? The Dagestanis, all the Dagestanis with uh, Kadirov. relation but weird. Hai. Oh, with Kadirov. I thought you meant with Khabib. No, no, what? Yeah, with, with Kadirov. Yeah, Kadirov is a dick. That's mm-hmm. why. He's just an asshole. Nobody likes him, but he has a lot of power. He has a lot of money. So you have to be nice to him. Okay. And another he's like weird a pet question. of Putin, so you have to be nice to him if he if you're a pet of I'm Putin. I'm going to ignore another super chat because it has nothing to do with UFC. Patani log kya kya question puchte hain. Kya? What nonsense, people. Are bhai, topic dekho na video ka. Topic dekhe saal pujo phal tumhe paise waste hote tumhare. हम लोग हम लोग बात कर रहे हैं पोहे की कोई आके बोलेगा कि चलो पॉटी की बात करें आई एम पॉटी आई एम पॉटी इट्स लाइक आई 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 नेवर आई नेवर फिगर्ड दिस शिट आउट या ओके बट बट ओके समबडी मेंशन दिस एंड आई हैव टू इट सो अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल सेड दैट खबीब वुड डिसरिस्पेक्ट कॉर्नर वाज डिसरिस्पेक्टफुल टुवर्ड्स खबीब व्हेन इट कम्स टू हिज फादर 100% एग्रीड ही क्रॉस्ड द लाइन बट Remember when Khabib, when Connor said, your wife's a towel mate? <laughs> that, yeah. I laughed very, very hard. I'm not going to lie. I laughed very hard People said it was very disrespectful. I can see that, but I laughed very hard at that. I know. That was, that <laughs> was brutal. a towel eh? mate? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was good. Oh man, that was bad. See, that's the thing, right? <laughs> Both Khabib and Connor. You remember that video of Khabib where some woman had asked the question and he said, No, um, you know, that why do you have to do this? Uh, women are not supposed to fight, women fight kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Are, yeah. yeah. People don't talk about, you know, people, people. I love how people always keep saying like, oh, Khabib is such a nice guy. He's like the nicest guy in the UFC, most honorable guy in the UFC. And I'm like, what do you base that on? I'm not entirely sure what you're basing that on. Like, because he's nice to other fighters, that's that's what you're basing that on? Then yeah. But, you know, people, if you start scratching into Khabib, you'll find some skeletons out of there. Hmm. 
So, okay. I think we pre- pretty much covered everything. Is there anything else? Do you think we need no, to cover? I think we got it. I think if you get a chance, watch this card. going to be a good card. Yeah. So, in India, I think this card starts at 7 or 7.30 p.m. Uh, in the morning on Sunday. seven. Mm. Uh, I think 7, 7.30 a.m., sorry. The main card starts at 7.30 a.m. Uh, as always, it's going to be either on Sony 2 and 3. One uh, mein Hindi, one mein English. Hoga. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, folks in America, they can always... Uh, somebody has said, why, why did nobody defeat Khabib? Well, because he's the best. Yeah, nobody <laughs> has seen that wrestling style ever. Nobody has seen that Dagestani wrestling style. American wrestling style is not constantly changing. Like Dagestani wrestling styles... You grab someone and you're constantly changing positions. Changing positions to smother your opponent as much as possible. American wrestling style is not that smothery. But Dagestani is much more smothery. People just aren't used to that style. Maybe they will get used to it in like five years, but not right now. Yeah, so oh, I did miss one question. Why Would there be any affirmative action or any kind of a quota in UFC? You don't need it. It's just not going to work. By... It's going to ruin the sport. Yeah, not and we we're going to talk about this. Sham myself, uh, we're going to talk about it on my podcast this month. We're going to do a separate uh, thing about vocism in sports. We, we're planning that podcast. Yeah. We're going to have that podcast this month. But uh, on, on as uh, do a fighter roster analysis in the UFC. So let's say uh, African Americans are thirteen point six percent of the population. Now do a roster analysis of how many, uh, what percentage of the roster yeah. are basically white people. So you don't need. Uh, you don't any need kind it. Of Three of the action. champions in the UFC are African. Yeah. Not only that, uh, there are Brazilians, yeah. Africans. The barely any. So you don't even need to do that. Uh, Amanda Nunes is not only uh, that, she's also a L- uh, lesbian. So yeah. there you have the LGBTQ representation too. Yeah. So UFC only cares about merit. Merit and star power. Yeah. That's it. Sport should only care about merit. Because yeah. when sport tries to bring this kind of ideology, you have a working example in the South African cricket board. Look what happened there. Are people asked Ronda Rousey that, you know... Uh, do you think that UFC discriminates? Why aren't there more women fighters? Why don't they get equal pay in the UFC? Ra, 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 ra. She said, bitch, I get paid more than any other fighter in the UFC, male or female. What are you talking about? It's all mm-hmm. about talent and it's all about star power. If you can make yourself a star, you'll get paid. Simple as that. Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll uh, wrap up today's discussion, guys. Uh, so once again, thanks for watching. Uh, and uh, it's always fun to chat with Sham. So go, go and follow Sham on Twitter and subscribe to the channel. And uh, Sham and I will again be back this month to discuss a lot more issues about sport, especially, you know, uh, sport is getting taken over by this woke ideology. So we need to talk about it. There are multiple things that are happening across sport and multiple sports, not just cricket. Yeah. You have football you have uh, uh, other sports also and uh, there are many things that we want to talk about and we'll address all of them in that podcast that will be a very serious discussion uh, that will not be mma centric that will be about sport in general and what is the future of sport uh, other than that uh, as always pleasure talking to you sham uh, so thanks for coming yeah thank you do this again soon yeah so so all right guys so Subscribe to the channel, like the video, subscribe to Sham's channel, so become a member on YouTube, Patreon, buy the merch, send your donations to on UPI. I'll see you next time. Until then, take care. Namaste. Bye-bye.